Thank you so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black excellence suggestion, or an intermission suggestion, send them to classicallyblackpodcast at gmail.com and we will talk to y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye. All right, you got black excellence? Yes, let me pull it up, pull it up. It's time for Black Excellence where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. This week I'm talking about Dr. Anthony Walker. Now, to be honest, I don't really know a lot about Dr. Walker because, like, he doesn't have a website. Y'all, please get a website. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, he is a tubist, and he is the a lecturer at Frostburg State University in Frostburg, Maryland. And, you know, I just like to highlight black people in um academic areas doing academic things you know shout out to y'all you know what i'm saying because how many of us oh i mean you can't but i was about to say like how many of us studying classical music you know at a collegiate level are going to have a black professor right but also like what are the chances of that right you know what i'm saying yeah that's what i mean like very few of us what will have one like i i went to eastman but like if i went to any other institution besides freaking yeah, I don't think there's any other. I don't want to say that like that, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I know what you mean. At at because there's other black viola teachers. You know, I'm just gonna mm-hmm. say that, but it's like, you know, what I'm saying if I if I accidentally went to to Cleveland, you know, what I'm saying it would have been a completely different story. Right. So yeah, highlighting um, black uh, professors and black people at the collegiate level in these people's faces stepping on their next period. Okay. Um, yes. the lecturer at Frostburg state, like I said, um, teaches trombone tuba, tuba is his instrument, euphonium and brass ensemble. He has a bachelor's from the university of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. We love to see it. HBCU, um, master's from Miami university. And he got his doctorate at West Virginia, Virginia state university. So yeah, shout out to you, Dr. Walker. Um, we'll tag you and whatever. And yup, we're moving on. y'all it's time for the intermission so to be honest i told delaney like before we started recording i don't really have one like (laughs) (laughs) girl between y'all people on instagram listen listen i'm i'm exhausted okay i did not have an intermission because i was dealing with you queens let me tell you something honestly if you don't see this podcast next week don't say nothing okay because like what are we even doing this for like y'all don't respect us you know what I'm saying? Right. Like y'all did to see yourselves. Because the fact that the reason why I, listen, the reason why I'm so like upset is because it's like we couldn't even get off the ground good before people started coming for Tchaikovsky. And it's like, do you know where you are? It's like you went to a Mexican restaurant and ordered lasagna. Like why did you know what I'm saying? Like you knew what you were doing and you did it anyway, and I feel like you did it to be hurtful. And I have a problem with that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if y'all if people who don't know what we're talking about, it's on our Instagram. You can go hop over to our Instagram at Classically Black Podcast and see what we're talking about because some of y'all I'm personally offended. 
and like for real yeah and mara think i'm playing when i said this is really taking a toll on our friendship because mara like, was out here acting up okay our friendship or should i say what's left of it <laughs> <laughs> basically what we did uh, is we like put like non-composers on on a on a post and then like every two or three hours like you have to vote someone off so it was like i could tell you who, who it was for you girls to be like i'm not going over to your instagram <laughs> we see you girl we we know who you are um i just feel some type i really do let me click over to this i don't even want to see people are still commenting as we speak honestly i already know who's going to win i'm not gonna say it but <sighs> okay so we put wc which <clears throat> um wagner <clears throat> wagner tchaikovsky Kovach, taylor bonds mozart uh bach higden and beethoven and honestly like i didn't think it was gonna go down like that like okay we got rid of wagner first right mm-hmm. i felt that was an easy go and this one dude was like why y'all getting rid of wagner I'm like, you follow us yesterday <laughs> a black podcast getting rid of wagner is foreign to you it was just it's just been a while right you really see people's true colors you know what i'm saying you think people like are on your team and they really not and like it's just been a wild ride like honestly this one dude uh shout out to him he was like uh he's a friend of the show and he was like um y'all really gonna cancel the show for a game i'm like have you met us yes we will <laughs> yes <laughs> there will be no more <laughs> like but um i'm ready to throw this whole thing away i was like I, I was like i'm good on this whole game and this whole show since y'all want to act up you know what i'm saying but um we typically have a good petty time over there on instagram so like i said don't follow us social media you probably should because you can get a trife away from the mics so since we don't have an intermission i mean we have one um we posted on our instagram story like one of them like little everybody everybody at the house everybody's doing these challenges do not ask me to do no freaking push-ups i'm not doing it (laughs) do not ask me to do a shot for a shot i'm not doing it like it's 12 o'clock it's 12 p.m i'm not taking a shot you know um but um yeah let me pull up the template or whatever okay so i made a template just to ask people what they were doing you know being nosy and stuff um and so yeah i'm just gonna ask delaney these same questions that i put on the on the instagram tag thing and then um we'll go from there so the first thing i asked is tag a musician you think is fire so who did you put for that i tagged us of kanye as of course i mean because which reminds there's, there's something after because you just right <laughs> tag them but we're gonna say it reminded you of something never mind mm-hmm. i was gonna tag joseph but honestly i feel like he's tired of me because i just <laughs> i just feel like he's just he's just up there in the universe you know what i'm saying like right so god the sun the moon joseph you know so i just feel like <laughs> right so i feel like i just want to get off his next and also jessica mcjunkins who i tag she's she's freaking amazing um so yeah i said tag your favorite orchestra who'd you put i tagged la phil you know Any trying to retain reason? my employment oh okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna say that's the only reason but i'm not one of them people that like like really the sound you know like i know yeah, i understand I people you. are like have different sounds or whatever but i'm like girl it sound the way it sound 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I, there's some some orchestras I really can't tell the difference between, but like once you get to the cream of the crop, it's really like yeah, and it depends on the piece. The piece I can hear yeah. the difference. Like I listened to Berlin Phil's uh, Beethoven Nine, and then I heard I went and saw L.A. Phil do a live, and I was like, this is a completely different piece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. You know, I but in like, general, I don't. I couldn't say. Like some orchestras are known for certain things, but I also like. I feel like since we're so like, since everyone's just getting better and better and better, it's like I feel like it's just so slim. Like Chicago is like known for their brass, but it's also like that was like in 1930. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure they're still known for their brass, but also like right, some of them people probably still there. Yup. Going. No mind. Um. <laughs> Uh, I tagged the London Symphony. Now, London Symphony is a um, it's a string section that I definitely enjoy, so that's why I tagged them. Right, you tag your future employer. Uh, favorite classically black episode? We both said the same thing, I believe. For this, yeah, I said episode sixty, our um, black achievement in classical music episode. I just feel like that's one of our best episodes. Yeah, tr- yeah, I think it is too. And um, our feedback from the episode also. I mm-hmm. felt like a lot of people liked that episode. Mm-hmm. It was just a very, it was a very candid conversation. Yeah, which we always know. have, but also yeah. it was a topic that we were both like into, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even I feel like I'm not trying to like give us too much, but it's I feel like people don't have conversations like that. I feel like when you want to put more black people in classical music, you'd be like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go to the hood and give them some violins. And like, you never think of like the long term. And it's like people, what I noticed is like people act like they thinking about the long term. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a particular institution has, um, a, has, um, a program, Ooh. has a program <laughs> that if, if the students are in that program, they get to go to that institution for free. Hmm. But, wonder who this is i wonder who but (laughs) the students who are the students who are you know in this program to prepare them to go to this institution aren't really good enough to get in you know what i'm saying and also one student you know made the cut and you know they scrambling for funds trying to figure out how they go get the student to go on a full ride you know what i'm saying like you it's like it's people, like you're expecting your students to fail yeah and like even some of the requirements like something like a 2.0 gpa what college has a 2.0 gpa requirement they ain't put you there's like three people in the world who could get a, a 2.0 gpa joshua bell to be a zimmerman and freaking hillary Hahn. <laughs> okay like it's not a lot of people who can really get a 2.0 you know what i'm saying like i feel like y'all just it's like people act like they can. I'm really, really, really tired of that with classical music. I'm really tired of people acting like they finna fix something, acting like they really finna do something. And it's all it's all a facade. Like, you're not really helping. You're just like, I don't know. This is really, it's really, really annoying. Like, you know how, like, I'm trying to think of an example. Okay, so you get your box braids, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Round month two, it's starting to look a little, <gasps> you okay. know what I'm saying? Okay, you uh taking this directly from my life. Okay. Okay, so tweeting me. So around month two, you go, you go, you know, get your box spray. You know, your box spray is starting to, you know, hang a little bit. So <laughs> instead of just taking them out, you know, rocking your hair or like redoing them, you go get the front redone. It's like 
it works, I guess, but it's not really solving the problem that you're like, yo, you ripping your edges out because like that braid hanging out by a thread. It's like, I'm really tired of that junk in classical music. And I feel like as soon as people are ready to say like, we are finna fix the problem for real, it's not going to be fixed. Y'all just going to keep doing the same stuff. But, yeah. I kind of thought, I kind of said a little bit, something similar to that in our interview, which y'all should go look at oh, come on plug are you you taking media <laughs> lessons on the side wait hold up that was too slick no, just something no. something you said reminded me of it that was slick that's Don't why you taking media lessons period okay well, i got I mean, time now so i mean we all got time like i'm mad horse from yelling at these kids on facetime it's not the same but anyway <laughs> um okay um what's the piece that you're working on when i first posted this i said no nothing <laughs> but um i was like let's not be rude so i put beethoven horn sonata you working on it mm-hmm. well it's okay. next to my base <laughs> relatable content you know what i'm actually not gonna embarrass myself i almost told you something but that means i told mm-hmm. the world as well what is it so, um can it out Okay, so um, oh, you didn't say your piece. Yeah, I'm about to say. Um, I'm working on. I'm working on Bartok. Period. Let's it, hear a little bit. Can you imagine I just whip my view. <laughs> yeah, can't no. imagine it. She packed up, so you know we gonna you let know, her. You always. So, you know I'm really like bothering her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but the hours you know, late. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like it's never stopped you before. So, but you, but you don't want to be respectful. Yeah, you know? but it's never stopped you before. But it's it's trying. You often times, practice. You know, everybody's stressed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, wanna. that might soothe them. But you know, but I want to soothe her. You know what I'm saying? Like my viola. Okay. You know, I can't break a string. You know what I'm saying? If I break a string, the strings that I have, I should do a new one. Thanks. <laughs> I just wrap the X's around the neck. Okay, uh, three emojis to describe how you're doing. Here's your circle audition. Do your best to describe the emoji. Um, I did the one that's like, some people think it's a kid's face, but it's not. Yeah, Excuse people think me. it's a kid's face. It's not. But it's the one with like the straight eyes, like the regular eyes, and his, his lips are just like, mm. yeah, you know, <laughs> kind of, yeah. Um, And then the one that's like the, the regular eyes with, he's like, grimacing like ugh, you know mm-hmm. and then the yawning one because i'm into i'm wearing i've been wearing sweats for like the past <laughs> two weeks and been in my house so like it's like yeah. i get dressed i'm not wearing pajamas but i'm also not wearing like no skinny jeans with yeah. off the shoulder top like you know yeah. like i get up and get dressed because i was reading some stuff about like how to quarantine <laughs> and like i get up and get dressed every morning um just to like you know so it's not as you know how it is yeah. i mean um, it is be the same for me because i'm wearing like 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 i said i'm not wearing pajamas but i'm like kind of in the middle because you also i'm at home and i don't want to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. you're having one of real brown two weeks sports <laughs> bras <laughs> sports bras all day what am i for what where am i going <laughs> to my laptop to teach these kids who can't even see me this one girl I was teaching her I'm like are you recording through a toaster like okay <laughs> I could not I was like yeah baby uh-huh okay uh my three emojis are that one where he's like you know what I'm talking about the teeth I you know what I'm talking about that's like my, isn't that mine the second one I use oh that's the same one? one oh that's what you meant okay that one 
smiling smiley face with the hands mm. and the um and then like the the strong emoji like with the flex with the no. because mm. you know i've been working out because i'm not trying to be right here, i'm sure know? wow wow really delaney what Re- no really delaney what you suck <laughs> never mind I'm not yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i've been working out because i'm not gonna be here getting around for one and for two like i started one day i like one day last week i just started to feel gross like i was not leaving the house you know what i'm saying so yeah i found i could see that luckily you know me and chang go on walks and stuff yeah like even like you're not supposed to i know you're supposed to shelter in place i'm not listen i'm trying to flatten the curve i don't talk to nobody when i go out y'all don't be in my mess don't be in my mentions you know what i'm saying like i'm i'm by the u of r i go to the u of r i you know do stuff with the track jump rope whatever and i come back um but yeah i'm trying to like just in case someone's not canceled i'm trying to be looking cute at brunch so i'm trying to take care of that okay your favorite quarantine snack i put um i don't I don't snack very much, but, yeah, um, work. right. So, but one thing I did get when I went to the Asian grocery store was some matcha Kit Kats because like slap and all of it, all I'm going to say is only reason why those weren't gone in one day is because I got them early evening. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> they done now? Oh, they've been done. They were done back when I was in Rochester. Girl. Okay. You know that organic brand Annie's or whatever? Mm-hmm. They make these fruit snacks, the strawberry ones. Don't tell Richard. Hit different. You hear me? <laughs> like hit. And Nikki was like, "They so nasty." That I'm like, "You kidding?" Like they are amazing. It tastes like I don't even know how to describe it, but they hit. They, I didn't buy no more because I was like, "You heard what I said before." I'm not trying to get around. And also, I'm not I'm really a stacker. Like I just be on my couch. Okay, last one. Um, non music related hobby. Yes, yeah, so I I debated on putting this because it's like watching TV is not really a hobby. Like I don't know it's like a leisure activity. So I don't know, but I, on my thing I put watching Naruto, which is a a double edged, not a double edged sword. What am I trying to say? You say sword or you say sword? Sword. Oh, okay. Like a um. I don't know how to how to put it. Like it's fun, but also it comes with its own you know uh consequences because it's mm-hmm. a very long show like you cannot because it doesn't it doesn't like a regular like a 30 minute episode oh, a little bit a little bit but less than that it's every episode of cliffhanger why can't you binge it because it's oh, like 600 episodes right in naruto shippuden alone and that's the middle one so it's like naruto and then the second show is naruto shippuden which is what i'm rewatching right now and that one is i think it's around 500 episodes with some and also there are several movies and like so i'm really trying to like it's just hard and then right now in naruto one thing i think i've noticed this because i've seen it before so it bothers me a little bit more but they draw stuff out so freaking much like one little episode arc will be like it was just been like 10 episodes on one thing and it's just like can Why? we calm down um are they making a lot of money off of it i'm sure um but another thing obviously you know i'll be uh practicing my spanish but i'll be getting harassed by the duolingo birds so. oh yeah if you find me dead in my apartment it's definitely duolingo came for me <laughs> not dead 
that bird is rude. Could like, you imagine with a single green feather sitting on your chest? And people wouldn't know. And people wouldn't even like try to, you know, ain't nobody gonna try to fight that. They won't be like, oh, she got the people saying the Rona. I got the lingo. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you know what? <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the Classic Goodbye Podcast. Uh-uh. Hey, hey, we're not done yet. <laughs> Um, that bird is rude. Like, if you guys were wondering, like, where that our title from my last episode came from, that raggedy bird emailed me talking about home for a while. Might as well work <laughs> on your French. I was like, that is so rude. Right. Oh, you know I'm home for a while, girl. Um, my non-music related hobby. Um, is resurrecting my blog. I'm actually not behind. I'm just like off. Like I still need to do one for this week, but this week is not over. Um, and then French. You know, my tutor said I I you don't care nothing about that this Rona at all. <laughs> um, yeah, the French lesson this morning actually. So I've been doing that. Jasmine and I started a book club. Um, she picked a hard book. It's not hard. It's a series of unfortunate events, mm-hmm. but like in French, and like it was, it was sentence two, and I didn't recognize the conjugation of this type of verb, and I was like, "Who we in for a wild ride?" And she was like, "Oh, it's kind of hard," and I was like, "Yeah." Um, but we gonna see. Y'all been a whole event planner out here. Like, book me. You hear me? I got yeah, all time I mean, of Katie, stuff. Katie been busy. She got a brunch. She got a game night. She did a happy hour. Now she happy. got a book club. Right. I'm booked, okay? I got a schedule. Okay, hiring me if you want me to, you know. Happy hour was fun. It was mad fun. We can talk about more of that offline, I think. I just realized. But, um, yeah. Okay. That's all I got. Y'all, if we put something on Instagram, participate. That's what makes it fun. Okay? Right. Yeah, y'all participate. Okay. We're moving on? Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. So, news this week. Is there even anything? Two, <laughs> right. <laughs> two quick things. I mean, um, as some of y'all may have seen, German violinist and Sophie Mutter has tested positive for COVID-19. When, when did you see that? The Violin Channel. Oh, I really don't be following the girls, huh? I mean, I like them on Facebook. That's where I see all this kind of stuff. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, and also I have to because for this segment, <laughs> I de- I feel like Crystal every time. I be I be dumbfounded. Yeah. Really? Oh, like I, right. I mean, because I mean, I, I mean, I don't want to downplay it because she's sick, but like, um, like I said, every day slow news day. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, during this time, it's bound to be everything. Everything about to be about COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, but I mean, she's not sick, sick like you know, falling over and you know. But she she posted a video, which I will of course link in the description. But she posted a video announcing it, saying she's quarantined at home, standard stuff. She said she feels a little tired, but that's pretty much it. Um, she's also I think she said she's like fifty four, so like she she feels fine um and she's likely gonna i don't know post some videos of herself playing from home so she's chilling hope she gets better um she's gonna touch that violin i heard it could last on services for three days that's what i read girl well three days that's not that long that's not so. but then also you might as well practice you at the house 
Right. I mean, I haven't been taking my own advice, but. <laughs> right. I'm over here, right. Like my basin collecting dust over there. <laughs> I mean, I mean, but also, like, it's like, yeah, we in the house, but I still have stuff to do. Like, I, t- like, I taught a full day today. I taught from 10 to 10 to 5. Hmm. No, I'm not just here. I wish I was. Right. Um, okay, and then secondly, um, the Oregon Symphony has laid off all of their musicians and several staff members. Um, there are 76 musicians and 19 staff members and two conductors, um, will be paid through March 20th, which by this time has already passed. Um, but the musicians will continue to receive health benefits per their contract. However, the 19 staff members, um, that remain will only retain those benefits until the end of june so basically if you're gonna get sick get sick now um okay so i'm ready to go honestly just say like that's basically what they said to them i mean that's not what they said but at all message (laughs) okay but that's the message that it sends is that we will only be covering your health benefits until the end of june so if you're gonna get sick get sick now yes yes only until june so go look a banister right okay um um, apparently there was a group meeting between the orchestra and the administration and they came to a conclusion that an in-house audience would be necessary for them to continue apparently they bounced around ideas about like streaming and that sort of thing but uh, apparently they both came to the unfortunate decision that they were just gonna have to shut this down and lay everybody off so um the this this was jarring so the president and ceo um he was quoted as saying we need emergency funds now what we're starting um what we're staring down between now and the end of june is a five million dollar loss that is not something we can recover from and i was like not something you can recover from at all like what does that mean like you know and then that's between now and june we don't know how long this finna last girl this is so ghetto this is a mess honestly like this is wow and also um he but the president and ceo is um appealing to the governor of oregon i mean yeah of oregon um and citing all the work that they do in prisons and hospitals and libraries and that sort of thing as like um like a service to the public um but they have yet to hear it back from the governor's office i mean i'm sure i got that a lot on their plate so i mean i'm sure they're not just gonna ghost y'all yeah. so hopefully also good know. for them for being able to say that because a lot of y'all girls are quaking in your boots now <laughs> haven't done no community y'all region now you the wrong to shut you right down. i don't think a sales going for you now girl some of y'all get on my nerves what? um yeah so hopefully that's freaking they, sad yeah um i know that the musicians are w2 employees so they do rec- um they do qualify for unemployment benefits but like come on you know that's really I saw, like, someone telling me like um yeah i was talking to my cousin the other day she was talking about how it's like 80 percent of your whatever you were getting paid at best and mm-hmm. also mind you everybody but everybody unemployment is already understaffed and now everybody trying to get unemployment they hiring they unemployment hiring Un- unemployment office probably hiring probably um yeah but you know we just we just hit the record high for amount of um people applying for unemployment way more than during the great depression 
So you're in the great okay, but also way more. Didn't we have a, a smaller population during the great I'm depression? sure. Yeah, but still way more. Like Great Depression was around six six sixty thousand. Like six hundred and sixty thousand. Mm-hmm. And now we're at like three point two million. People applying for unemployment? Unemployment, yes. Yeah. Um but yeah, so that's that. Wishing them the best, of course. Girl, um, and then, what, how does it even finna end? Like, <laughs> oh God, we finna see. Um, but um, trying to end on the most positive notes, um, I just set up our collaborative playlist that we were talking about last week. Um, oh, look at us actually doing some. <laughs> right, so we do now have that. I'm gonna put that link in the description. Also, we'll probably post it on our Instagram at some point this week. Mm. Um, we have a collaborative playlist, all genres. You know, while we in the house, you want to get put onto some new music. I've already put a couple of things about two and a half hours worth of music of my own on there. You know, just to you know, um, and I'll yeah, be adding stuff. Be first, that's why. Huh? Don't nobody want to be first. Right. Um, WC submissions will be deleted oh, absolutely. on an immediate basis. Absolutely. <laughs> like, don't even try it. Especially after how y'all acted up in the right. comments. Right. like, y'all don't know how to act? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So. Like, do not even try. It will not stay. <laughs> don't not. Okay, you hear me? No, don't not. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you want to add something or please add things um because especially the girls would be like y'all never talk about this person or this instrument or this that go ahead and add it to the thing you and put us on the music had a and bloody <laughs> okay. wait what did you say <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i mean there's so many different genres and and things that y'all could be putting us on to so community playlist going up let's get it to 43 hours of music <laughs> right um yeah and that's it for news this week and we are moving on all right y'all so this week we are talking about musical jokes like little things that are like funny in classical music like in pieces mm-hmm. um and as you might have noticed this whole episode is a joke because we are out of <laughs> order <laughs> sorry to the people listening for the first time right um delaney randomized our segments just to be trifling because you know hopefully you figured it out by now right we were like april it's april fourth week what can we do so we're just trolling y'all yeah just for a little fun. trife little trife in the face of sh- strife yep <laughs> okay i'll wear i'll wear that shirt i mean i can't wear it nowhere so um <laughs> this sucks (laughs) yeah so we're talking about musical jokes Elaine and I both have um, two pieces that we picked like for example what we mean like Haydn's surprise symphony is low key a joke I mean both the fact that Haydn wrote it and then secondly okay whoa (laughs) just kidding that that trumpet concerto will forever slap but um okay well that sounds like an oxymoron to me I knew you would say that um but like the fact that you know he plays with like dynamics that's a kind of like funny you know what i'm saying uh so we have uh two pieces each that we're gonna talk about we're gonna play a little bit of music we're gonna have a little a good time and we're gonna get out of here you know what i'm saying okay right. period Delaney, why don't you start? all right um 
I was I we were talking about this before. I was gonna do you know go the obvious route and do Mozart's musical joke, but I was like, girl, I'm not no theorist, and I'm not gonna be like the harmonies and the chords and this and this is why it's funny, especially because in the context of the music that we have now, something like Mozart's musical joke, if you haven't heard it, it like plays was like weird. It's like dissonant and like just mm-hmm. weird for that time period but like for us now i'm like girl we got much crazier stuff than this so um instead of that my first thing is haydn's symphony number 45 nicknamed the farewell symphony um so i'm gonna do a little background on the piece so as y'all know haydn was the capellmeister or the chapel master of the estrahazy court um and they were going to um Estrahazi's like he had this other like vacation home off somewhere you know rich people stuff n- mm-hmm. not relatable at all at all I um, mean they had him real good at the Estrahazi yeah. oh they had him set up nice yeah like, so they were off somewhere in like Hungary or something um at the vacation home and he was like you know what I'm not gonna stay here for another two months and so the, the orchestra was like no hold up um we actually have families at home that we would love to see again <laughs> so <laughs> so then they were like hiding what you finna do about this because we must go home and so Hayden was like bet I got y'all so he wrote um his 45th <coughs> symphony um he decided to build in um to be less direct instead of being like hey we trying to go home he decided to build the farewell into the symphony and so during the last adagio um each musician stops playing and then they blow out the candle on their stand and then they leave the stage until um there's only two violinists left so basically basically that was like listen you're not gonna dismiss us we're gonna dismiss ourselves um right um so I just thought that was trifling because he it's was like, trifling. yeah, um, you, first of all, you sneaking off stage. So anyway, there's a video that I'm going to link. I'm going to play a little bit of it for you. It's just a regular Haydn symphony, like regular day. Yeah. You heard it in but, one, three, 47, <laughs> 4,706, girl. Right. But if you want to get the concept of it um, a little better, I would watch the video that I'm linking because the orchestra actually like reenacts this um and this actually is something that Haydn told his biographers later on in his life that happened um but yeah I will watch the video because they're gonna they reenact um they reenact it and there's like some violence as they're leaving like tugging on the other ones like hey time to go we're going like you know so I'm gonna play a little bit of the beginning and then I'm gonna play a little bit of the ending when it's like less people play a little bit at the end it's also worth noting that this is um Haydn's first minor uh symphony after all this time (laughs) yeah and he did and he wouldn't write another one until like like 10 years later um Hmm. also he said no bad vibes he said you know the vibe people are laughing because people have left the stage (laughs) 
you can't even barely hear nobody at that point but at this point there's three people on stage and sis is packing up wiping her her fingerboard down and <laughs> Um, you ain't gotta pack more stages right (laughs) um and it's also darker because like i said they're using stand lights instead of candles obviously but you know so long story short if yo your conductor taking too long a rehearsal just go ahead pack it up sis uh tell them hiding hiding made you do it yeah and then you go meet the unemployment office okay (laughs) (laughs) with 3.2 million other people Mm mm-hmm Okay, my first piece is the Arpeggioni Sonata, um, written by Franz Schubert. So it's not really a joke, but it's like, I think it's kind of funny. Because the Arpeggioni, like, really, like, nobody plays this instrument, like, at all. It literally, (laughs) if you want to talk about, like, a one-hit wonder, it's the Arpeggioni. No, for real. (laughs) And also, like, like, um, I mean, I guess Blueface Baby's not a one-hit, a one-hit. I mean, he really ought to have been. But, um... It's like the Arpeggioni was on the scene for like a year, two tops, and then like people forgot about it. So um, this sonata is a one substantial co- composition written for the Arpeggioni. Arpeggioni is like a fretted guitar, but it's bowed like a cello. But then it's like, what about the viola da gamba? It's like we there's already this. You know what I'm saying? We yeah, all have the violas and stuff like they be just like the slightest little difference. I'm like, can y'all just <laughs> just Girl. narrow it down? It's too much, and then like the and our pressioni is ugly because it looked like you remember when SpongeBob got smoothed out. All right, here you go. With Do this. you remember? Yes, it's a yes or no question. Yes, I remember. Okay, that's what the pressioni looked like. Um, it was invented in 1823, but like I said, it was only popular for about a year. Like I said, because he wrote this in 1824. Um, it was commissioned by Vincent Schuster. Um, who was a virtuoso a virtuoso at the Arpeggioni. But like sis, he was like the only virtuoso because he was like the only one who really liked the instrument. Like it's really, really funny. Um and he was like a virtuoso, but like the instrument was like invented like one year before uh Schubert wrote this composition. Uh right now, like um like today, it's really only played by um cellist and violist. Okay. Um, I said cello first because, like, we still... No, okay. What? We play arpeggioni as well. Do y'all? Yes. Okay, but, like, is that, like, like it's in your rep? Like, it's, like, deep As far as sonatas go. Oh, for real? As far as sonatas go, it's not unusual for somebody to play arpeggioni because we don't have any. (laughs) But is it typical for someone to play arpeggioni? I would say so. Multiple people in my studio have played it in the past couple years. (laughs) I'm glad you said okay twice. Waiting for me to catch the vibes. No, because, I mean, I can't even really say, like, I mean, I mean, my answer is yes, but I'm just like nothing really typical for us. Nothing was written for us. Yeah, I mean, but like yeah. low key. No, violas have sonatas. The concerto is where we struggle, but like we have sonatas. But like, arpeggioni is like something you would expect the violas to have played or is going to play. Mm-hmm. Like that is like in yeah. our rep. That is like period. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but it, it's very difficult for bass. So I wouldn't say like if you were like on the collegiate level, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like even to the point like um when I was looking at this one school for like three seconds, they said like you cannot play Rebecca Clark, Arpeggioni, Brahms, one or two. They want you okay, to play Okay, what can you play? They oh, one of the Hindemiths. They want you to play something right. They want you to play something like a little out the box. Like you're not gonna come up here and play with everybody. They they were like, Listen, I'm tired <laughs> of the Brahms, okay? <laughs> there are other sonatas, yeah. Okay, uh here go a little bit. This is Yuri Bashman. Yuri Bashman. 
Yo, he can be licking a bass recording instead. <laughs> <laughs> Yuri Bashman is freaking milky. Like he is freaking like the embodiment of the viola. Like honestly, oh here you go. Can't piano plays after I said that, but whatever, <laughs> typical introduction, y'all. part of the end where Schubert like slows it down I'm like I didn't know you had it in you shoot me when he's like like half the tempo man girl that makes you want to break your back exactly girl you don't get in a deep squat for that and he goes and he goes I said period I'm like, show me where you get that from. Not a deep squat. I'm actually, I'm actually finished. <laughs> Super did done. that. Like, I ain't finna hold him on that one, boy. He freaking did that. That make you want to like break your back. About to break your back. That's the first version. That was the first iteration. I'm not even playing. Like, wow. I'm really amazed. Okay, I'm done. All right. So, um, my second piece is uh, called Failing with the subtitle a very difficult piece for solo string bass okay. um oh, what i think all pieces are called right <laughs> okay we putting that subtitle on everything i do <laughs> <laughs> c major scale a very difficult piece for solo string bass listen y'all who, people who think they play scales in tune are incorrect right so um i told you mr teller used to give people 20 dollars if they could play twinkle twinkle in tune yeah, you did something that's trifling. And he ain't never gave to nobody twenty dollars. So <laughs> you, oh. trifling. And you know what? A lot of people need that test to humble themselves. And I almost I got very close. I got very close. And then this one freaking sophomore, mind your business. Cause Mr. Taylor was letting a little go by a little bit. And then um the sophomore like said something, he was like, All right. And I was like, You really could have minded your business. Like yeah, I Yeah, what? Like, you know, like You saying something? Why you nah? See, I'm like, some of y'all need to be humble. It's not out of your pocket. Can you and also down. like, what if I need that twenty dollars? You know what I'm saying? It's hard out here in these streets. I almost had it too. I really did. That's when it was in tune. Cause you know what I did? You know what I did? I played a variation on Twinkle, so I had time to set my finger. Everybody went there, Twinkle, Twinkle. I was like, Nah, baby. I was like, Mississippi, stop, stop, Mississippi. So I had time to figure out where it was gonna go, <laughs> and the girls were mad about it. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Times um before yeah you know, so when i could go outside okay um 
my piece called failing um it's by a composer named tom johnson um so basically this piece um like the subtitle suggests is for solo bass um and the funny thing about it is that the performer actually narrates it um explaining and play yeah so it they narrate it explaining the structure and of the piece as it goes along and they give commentary about like what's going on as the piece progresses so um i'm not gonna play the very very beginning because the intro is quite long it's about two, like i'm gonna start two and a half minutes in but basically what happens is the performer comes on stage and they just start talking to the audience so the audience starts talking and then they start playing harmonics like they're tuning but while they're still talking and so it takes you about two two minutes to realize oh the piece is starting you know like they'll it starts off with them just playing like one note here and there and they're talking and and just introducing themselves and doing that and then they play like two couple notes um and then when they start explaining that you realize they're playing more and more notes and the purpose of it and why it's so difficult is because as the piece goes on it gets faster it gets like there's more dynamics and like they have to try to not speak any louder or rush or talk Whoa. faster or slower it's it's that's not crazy. fair you know how like your heartbeat like beating yeah. fast I remember like in undergrad i used to have to um on one of our studio recital uh she made us um have to speak to the audience because she's like that's an important skill to have my voice was shaking i'm not even like nervous to speak in front of people i couldn't mm-hmm. even imagine like playing something like that yeah so um i'm gonna play um two little clips one from two and a half minutes in and then another one from a little further in so you can see how the music progresses um and this is women's history month so i'm uh featuring uh susan cahill who is performing it this time the task is still not that difficult but the challenge is that as the piece becomes more difficult I must continue reading the text at a normal pace and playing the music as well as possible, just as I did at the beginning. By now, I'm already rather busy just playing the notes and reading the text, but the text says that I should also try to listen to what I am doing as much as possible and speak loud enough to keep a balance between the speaking and the playing. Ideally, both the speaking and the music should flow easily and naturally so that the audience can easily follow either element at any time. <laughs> Alright, so then I'm going to skip a little further to when it gets... I mean, this isn't even... This is like sort of towards the middle and it's not even the worst it gets, but... Girl. Now <clears throat> I'm probably beginning to fail in one way or another. Of course, I don't particularly enjoy failing... not fail too badly, and so that people would be more impressed by my playing ability. But, on the other hand, if I do my best and play most of the music well, it should be clear that I am doing the task as well as anyone could expect me to do it. Moreover, I will be interpreting the piece accurately, since it is obvious that failing is about failing, and if I succeeded in playing everything accurately without slowing down my speaking or cheating, fail to fail, and thus we'll miss the point. In a way, I almost want to fail, because everybody fails in certain times and certain ways anyway, because that's what the piece is about, and because I want to interpret it appropriately. But of course, I must not try to fail. 
Yeah, so it just it keeps going on like that, and it's it's funny because it's how like repetitive. You know, he's just trying to drag it out. Yeah. But, Wait, how long is it? Yeah. Um, it's about I want to say about ten minutes long. You should play that. That sounds fun. You were just talking about I would hate that. Yeah, because I didn't know. I said that like before I heard it. Like it low key sound like kind of cool. Yeah, I mean that was about that was about halfway through. The second clip was about halfway through. That's that's it's just too long. That's one thing. Yeah. You know, long time. I've considered playing it. I've considered playing it, but also, oh, but she's mic'd. I was about to say my voice don't carry enough or something like that, but she she's mic'd. Um, I don't know. Every one day, I've seen it live. It's very funny. Oh, is it? Is it actually? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Cause you know, girl. I mean, my voice probably will be shaking, but Mm. that sounds cool. I mean, we might could transpose it. You know, but but well, you know, well, you have to be <laughs> well, social distancing. Yeah. Well, I got time, so it doesn't matter. I can email you a PDF. Please, social distancing. I'm trying to be. Well, respectful. but that doesn't really affect. Well, people can't well, come to it, do it, so but yeah, but you can always send a yeah, but you can always live stream it or uh, video I don't or yeah, set it up for me and yeah, but you don't really need that because you've been you said earlier you've been teaching video lessons all day, so yeah, you have the, the equipment. Same, I'm not really the same because yeah, yeah, the quality. I want to make sure the quality's good. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, so I want to have only someone, but they six feet. You know, so. All right. Okay, my piece is. <laughs> <laughs> um, Beethoven eyeglasses. So, um, this is uh, not new to the show because Delaney and I played it last year. Was it last year? This year? I don't know. Um, okay, my intonation was a joke on that. So anyway, so you pressing the recording of us. Nope, because that first chord was a little sharp the first time. Um on my end. Yeah, we're uh, not we're not gonna talk about that shift I missed on my oh, end. Okay, but so. I feel like I don't remember much about the performance. Remember before the performance when we, we were, were acting like, like we were not about to go perform? <laughs> we don't take nothing serious. Like I think your freaking degree recital. I think it went really well. Cause by this yeah. time my beta blockers had kicked in, so I was good. Cause I during Bach I was like, hello. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. By then I was like, and it, oh, and it was after the hail storm, so I was I was chilling. I was ready to, to play. I think it went really well after. Yeah, me too. Did we repeat? Did we do the repeat? Yeah, we did. Yeah, I, so definitely, definitely by then I was I was yeah. I think it was pretty good. I I used it for something, and I got um. I'm waiting here, but you know, Darona out here is showing her behind. So okay, I'm telling you, you can get it, but only if you cut ties with me. Wow. Okay, um, full title with is um duo with two eyeglasses. And I thought that was kind of like oh obligato, which is like Beethoven, like how you got a <laughs> glasses is obligato silly goose. Um, it was written between Not silly goose. <laughs> <laughs> it was written between seventeen ninety six and seventeen ninety seven, but it was only published in nineteen twelve. Um, it was likely likely written for his friend and fellow cello player Baron Nicholas Zmeskal von Damanovex. Okay. <laughs> um, he was um one of the first people that Beethoven connected with when um he arrived in Vienna and they were really close friends. He was a cellist. Um, he was a cellist in the Hungarian 
um, wow, I'm lying. He was a secretary in the Hungarian cabinet. So he was like an amateur cellist or whatever, but they were really good friends. And you could see this like in their letters and correspondence. They used to kiki um, via that way. And um, Beethoven used to make fun of um, Baron for like his short-sightedness. And I'm like, yeah, I make fun of my friends for not being able to see like what? Um, wow. So that would probably explain um, the name of the piece because like it was written for viola and cello and beethoven likely played the viola part and he likely wrote it the cello part for baron so that that kind of they both wore glasses so that kind of explains the name mm-hmm. of the piece um duet for two eyeglasses with avogado um i'm gonna play a little bit of it um Our recording um yep this is us you want cello here we go I just remembered that thing we used to do. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That's that's it's that on stage. Like it makes people. It, it's fun for people to watch you perform with your friends because yeah. of stuff like that. Because my mom was like, "You can tell that you guys are friends." Yeah, I was gonna like, say like a lot of people like because pe- the thing I hate about like people um who get too good for, too big for their britches is like they think like classical music is like easy and it's like the music from the classical era is so difficult you had that oh like, girl don't even remind me about that because even in my similar things that i had like uh, for years they were, they were barely ours so it's like it was just me like rolling my bowl around but like the way you had to do it and on the bass it's like classical era music like i always get a little <gasps> when i have to play it because it's like so difficult but like it didn't even matter because everyone like who was talking to me about my recital was like oh my god y'all look like y'all was having so much fun and you could tell y'all are friends and it was just so nice i'm like me i'm sweating but um yeah i remember one of my because we played it on my jury um because it was such an undertaking for for like mm-hmm. a, a bass player to play that piece my teacher was like yeah we're gonna put this on your jury because you know yeah <laughs> um but yeah that was one of my my comments from one of the cello professors was like what did he say i mean it you was, even tell me what you, you got comments they yeah. hear all but i kind of want to hear like, i mean they're probably upstairs in my drawer but i remember i mean it was a little key, yeah. there was a a mm, part and a good part um, I think he said like some of the stuff was a little I think some of the stuff he was a he was a cellist so some of the stuff oh, that see, was kind of lost in in translation with the there's just certain things that a bass can't do you know yeah but also sir like when you write that like I, I have great respect for the cello faculty at Eastman mm-hmm. but like also sir like the yeah. lady ain't write it she but, ain't she ain't sit at her desk and <laughs> transpose it like right but he was like um but he was like it seemed like you guys um like really had a lot of fun with it made it work so 
or something like that. It was actually Aww. nicer than that because I remember being like, "Aw," um, but yeah, I, c- I could go upstairs and see if I can yeah, find my jury comments me. and show you what they tell you what they said. And I'm mad that Mr. Taylor was the there like the person for my my jury because he made us play past what we thought we was gonna play. Right, and then <laughs> Just I feel like it, do I remember like did it fall apart like a little little little, little, a little bit? bit because we you know we usually do the double stand because you there's no time to turn pages uh-huh. so we'd be like, "Oh, they're not gonna let us. They're not gonna make us play past this and whatever, whatever." Yeah! So that's why I fell apart because I had a page turn. Yeah. It was a Taylor trifling because, because we're not going to take five minutes to set up a double stand thing for right. something, you know? And he was like, oh, yeah, they're going to they stop you. Sir. <laughs> it was, and then, and then, you know what I hated? You know what I hated about that moment the most? Oh my God, I remember. What I hated <laughs> about that moment the most, Delaney, was the fact that, like, after it started to, like, get a little wild, we were like, okay, that's enough. I'm like, so you wait. You wait till the very last minute to rescue us? Right. I'm like, Sir. Meanwhile, it's your fault. It's your fault. Delaney, I forgot about that. <laughs> and also, also, like, okay, it was jury week, right? So last week of April, my recital was like two weeks before that. So we had right. stopped, like, I think we were, I think we rehearsed like one more time before your yeah. jury. And only because you text me like so <laughs> like right because it's like we had by that time we had played it by both we had played it in front of both of our teachers like yeah. you know we played it in my stu- both of our studio classes you know but that piece always threw my back out because so much of it was like way up there yeah like, you was all bent over that <laughs> like like what did i say I don't know. Like a, and I'm glad I don't oh, remember. a long time ago, I remember some one of our early episodes, and we were talking about orchestra pet peeves, and I was like, "Now nah, I'm I'm bent over like a less than sign." Because oh my god, <laughs> you're so annoying. No, whoa, that's a throwback. That's like that episode three, I think. That's a throwback. Dang. That's what I was looking like playing eyeglasses, like a less than sign. But I felt bad because I was low key chilling because I knew your jury day was not really listening to me. The only person in that room that was listening to me was Mr. Taylor. <laughs> like. <laughs> Right. I was I was chilling, you know what I'm saying. I mean, but it, so it was he still was like, nothing. she already got the g- degree, so. But also, like, I took it too fast. I do remember that. I think I took it a little fast, so we were like, <gasps> well, you know, it's over now. That was like a year ago, so right, <laughs> it's been over. Oh, memories! I forgot. I want to play that again. And that like mystery like second movement. Right, yeah, we do. Yeah, we should, and it don't really seem like it's all of that. We might could, we might could slap that together for a little. We might could do like a little, um, you know. Let's not give ideas to the girls on, online. <laughs> right. <laughs> we, we might now they in our DMs. Like, remember when you guys said? No, yeah, I do at, not recall. Yeah, but we might could do something remotely. Right. Oh my god! But like, mm, we'll we see. Don't. Ain't no promises. Also, like, I have to find it. I don't know where it's at. What eyeglasses? Mm-hmm. Don't I have it? Oh, it's in my apartment. So is it really? <laughs> yeah, because I didn't think I remember seeing it. And I'm like, I don't need that. Yeah, because I mean, like, you know. actually, I think your part is in my apartment, which actually might not be the end of the world because your part is public domain. It's my part that's sh- that's like has some editing. Yeah, I mean, I it's I have it because all my all my stuff stays in one spot. But like, it's oh yeah, you made a copy because I don't I don't like taking people's originals. Right, you made a copy, so I just need a part. Um, in which case, like, I can read cello music, you know. But anyway, mm-hmm. it's probably stuff changed, right? Yeah, some stuff has changed, but like, it's mostly straightforward. It's mostly like you know, you change the octave here if that don't work, and you know, I'll be willing to do it as long as we don't do all of it because I'm not gonna stress myself out in my apartment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm talking about the little second movement. <laughs> oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, man, but when the viola has that. <laughs> 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 
I was like, period, Beethoven. (laughs) Right. Meanwhile, you was you was uh, in the comments overthrowing him because honestly, sometimes I think Beethoven is overrated, like high key. And like, I'm listen. If I offend you, I'm sorry. Like, I just feel like sometimes he's given too much. Like, he's done a lot, Mm -hmm. but I feel like, like, don't get me wrong. Beethoven has done a lot. Do not come in, mom. Do not come for me. He has Mm -hmm. done so much, but also like, I don't really feel connected to him because he hasn't done a lot for the viola as well so it's like i don't really feel no pull from him like i know his chamber music is really really good and i haven't really explored a lot of that i will be transparent about that however like i feel like even though he's done a lot like they don't even give bach the same thing they gave beethoven and bach we wouldn't have a lot without him you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like i feel like there's other composers that they 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 treat beethoven beethoven's a favorite Beethoven's like the youngest child that gets everything. They always get their way, and their mama like only cares about Beethoven. That's how it is. It's like everything Beethoven, yeah. Beethoven, Beethoven. Everybody else is stepchildren. You know what? This is how you know God likes black composers because he was like, yeah, that year Beethoven stuff y'all had going on. <laughs> no, right. Get you. Period. Like, wow. Well, anyway, moving on. Moving on. Hey y'all, it's Delaney. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Uh, hey y'all. Oh, hey, <laughs> what's going on? How are you guys doing? Hope day. Doing well. I don't know what day it is in quarantine. I but. really think, someone said day 18, I don't think it's been that long. I think it's, yeah. I think because last week was seven and then Monday. It also depends on where you are. Oh, is that for real? I thought every, did, did everybody really go into quarantine last week? Or was it the week before that? Because I mean, like p- people's individual counties and cities and states were doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. So like, I think it really depends. Like some people were shut down. Like I was in quarantine before I went, but then I had to go back to Rochester to get all my stuff. You know, so some people have been in quarantine since before then, like since we were on spring break. Oh, word. Yeah, I could see that. Um, cause they've been. I don't know when when they started shutting things down, but um, I was on Instagram the other day, mm-hmm. and um, of course viewing a video from the illustrious Joseph Conyers and oh, um, the girls can never, <laughs> right. Mister, the girls can never, right so um wow, he was playing this <laughs> he was playing this um other bass and somebody commented and was like uh why aren't you playing norma and he was like um, he got Norma's, stands right period and, and i could play a cello like, my norma, girls um okay <laughs> he was like norma's too boomy i'm afraid of like disturbing my neighbors in like other apartments i was like Aww. honestly no nah. <laughs> but my first thought was if your neighbors have anything to say anything negative to, to say about you practicing next door they could come talk to me because I mean, period, I'm, I'm gonna throw hands because be like how, how first of all how could you do you first of all do you know people don't know how much money people are paying a tickets to come hear this people don't and you know. hear it on your couch live people don't know do you know how much money into intuition people pay to go study at the juilliard school to study with this people i was like i don't know they don't know and i'm and you know and how do you hear that be like hey could you actually quiet that down like what yeah wow imagine living next door to joseph Conyers. 
man sound good good you know what i'm saying <laughs> right yeah. i bet you i'm surprised i'm surprised the landlord ain't charging his next door neighbors more rent to live next right. to him like we we <laughs> <laughs> i'm surprised we could we charge a gratuity here you know what i'm saying right so wow. could you imagine you get your you get your rent your bill and on the extra extra 300 just to kind of neighbor bill <laughs> right tax <laughs> right and then you're like that's it wow 300 wow. gladly fork it over wow yeah so i just need to say that because Imagine i mean, I mean i'm not trying to comfort Right, I'm trying. I'm not trying to comfort his neighbors. Like, I don't know if, if they said anything, but like, I mean, that's nice of him. However, you have to understand who's really benefiting from this. It's them. True. So, man, it's hard. I mean, you know my neighbor's situation. Like, she's fine, but like, she's also trifling. So, <laughs> I put my viola. Your daughter stomp around. Cool. Tip for tat. Tip for tat. <laughs> Tip for tat. Cause I feel like you really can't say nothing to me. You know. So just control your daughter and then yeah but dang i feel, imagine being that popular you could have switched from base to base <laughs> wow i wonder how it feel right. i've never i've always worried about people here me in my apartment but i've never i haven't heard anything although some person did see me going into my apartment my base never like i want to hear you play that and i'm like girl girl so rude but i was like girl <laughs> it's been a long day oh, on, on site they want you to play on site right oh, as i'm real? squeezing into my door no, no oh i'm about to say i didn't think she, she and me could you imagine you, you yeah do you have a, have a minute to take it out i'll be like girl if you don't, if you don't get, get off my lawn <laughs> <laughs> and by lawn i mean welcome at <laughs> oh my god <sighs> Dang, mm. we really in the house, huh? That's how every episode gonna start for the next five months. So, <laughs> hope y'all ready, right? I mean, people don't people really don't want it. Like people use like as an escape. I mean, the read is like an escape for me. I like like hanging out with them while I'm washing my dishes. But they talked about the Rona. It's like it's it's hard because like it's what's happening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like Garrett made that post about how like he really can't talk about certain stuff or whatever. Like they want to keep it like. But also, it's kind of like, and I I don't know if that was just for that one episode or that was like from now. I on. think it's it's for um when he's on air, mm-hmm. um but not for Triloquy. For Triloquy, he can talk about it, but because mm-hmm. I I listened and they were talking about it. But I think it's because when he's on air, he said like they might pre-record stuff in case the studio shuts down, so he can't really give away anything that shows like what time oh. period. Yeah. Oh, it's for that purpose. Yeah. Oh, I mean, girl because it's made me real i really miss my kids like i really really miss my kids. even after what they said to you what dukel said to me i don't i don't know who it was what you said about living alone yeah okay i don't i'm not embarrassed <laughs> by that i will say that i just thought it was so funny because this one particular student his mom emailed me because i was like oh he's having a hard time listening which like let me be clear <laughs> when when i email about you having a hard time listening it's like i had to snatch you up in class that's what it is like and i care about you because you're not running a ruck in my, ruck, uh, making a ruckus in my class that's not what you're doing but I, i've had to say your name too many times because i'm not i'm not letting no seven-year-old run run the gamut let me make, make that very clear 
I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't me, Katie, I don't have class management problems. I'm so sorry. Um, but whatever. And he's like, oh, she's gonna, he gonna be a politician one day. He love to talk. I'm like, you yeah, sure do. So he's so Uh-oh, cute. Okay. So I, I FaceTime. He's like, hey, Miss Brown. <laughs> and I was like, hey, okay, how you doing? And then we talking. And then he was like, Miss Brown, you live alone. And I was like, yeah. He's like, how come you ain't got a husband? I said, his <laughs> <laughs> nosy nosy kids suck sometimes and i was i was just laughing because i thought it was so funny and his mom was like dukel focus because like i was like oh so we do this all the time <laughs> like nah, how come you don't have a husband how can you have a husband just so innocent i'm like mind your business little boy like it was so funny. right but um one girl i facetimed one of the, i was on google hangouts with her for her violin lesson she had her hair half braided i said yes ma'am <laughs> like, <laughs> like, i could just picture how that went oh your teacher calling go up there and take that lesson right yeah i told you i'll have a i have a uh, african-american studies class with all black folks and one of the girls she was on the on the zoom call with her bonnet on <laughs> our professor was like oh she real comfortable because <laughs> like but what we had news right that right, is so. hilarious but I really do. I really do miss them. Like I have one. I, some of my students have to do. Um, I have so many of them at one school that I can't give a lesson every week because I'll go over hours, mm-hmm. and everybody kind of conserve money. So I'm not trying to go too much over hours. So they're alternating giving me a video video submission or playing for me like live. And so like just like the first one, I teared up because she was like, "Hi, Miss Brown. It's blank. Um, I'm gonna play." And I teared up. I was like. I miss y'all. Like I really miss y'all. You know what I'm saying? Don't let like, don't let huh? my boss hear that. Said so don't let your boss hear that. How come? Because he gonna be like he gonna try to get you in the stand. <laughs> oh, not even <laughs> that. That that job. I uh, like this was like. Fine. Oh dang! It wasn't even them kids. It wasn't even those kids. This was just like, surprising. Like I love. I like all my kids, but like you know, like I really like, even. <laughs> but like my Elsa Stemma inspired students really have a special place in my heart. Like. Right. really have a special place in my heart like i just those kids i I probably took a bullet for some of them like they really like they just work hard they deserve the world they really do and i'm i just miss them to my core like wow i didn't think i would i mean i figured out kind of what i I figured it would feel like winter break but when, when you realize how real this is like how we're looking at 10 to 12 weeks it's like i probably won't see them Oh my! I don't even think about that. Yeah, it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah, don't let us his name here this episode. He'll be like, "Wow, I heard you said." He's just—I can't even say his name. Wow, some trifling. Just that's a thing. It's like when people be like, "Why you talk like that? You play viola." I'm like, education won't change some of y'all, and my boss is one of those people. Doctorate, acclaimed, got stuff trifling it just don't matter <laughs> just can't it's ridiculous i can tell you stories for days about him and it's been a week all anyway. right well you got a piece of the week sure do um my piece this week is uh the Wynton marsalis violin concerto okay um, <laughs> right Sorry. um i huh nothing um yeah i heard this on the plane with the other like 12 people on my way here so your plane flying on the side okay well ain't no weight on it (laughs) right that's why i was like low-key it was like a plane that held like 150 people and there was like 20 of us on there i was like are we good 
I feel like <laughs> it's, I think it's worse when it's like smaller planes. It's smaller planes, yeah. yeah. Because they move? were like, you can sit anywhere. Yeah, oh my God, I hate oh, that. When they have to rebalance, I'm like, what if you get it wrong today? We just upside down till we get there? Till you get. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, I'm going to link the recording um, to that concerto, and it's also on the playlist on Spotify, which I will also link in the description. 